This episode features the life of one of the most remarkable women in the history of music, Clara Schumann. The music in the background is Clara's. Also, in the description of this episode, there are links to recordings of her music. Clara Schumann, 1819-1896 Clara Schumann was one of the greatest pianists of the 19th century, a child prodigy that would go on to a 61-year concert career universally praised by the greatest musicians of the Romantic era, such as Chopin and Liszt. A virtuoso of the highest caliber, critics were unanimous in their praise as exemplified in this quote by a critic of her Venice recitals. The appearance of this artist can be recorded as epic-making. A famous woman virtuoso in a time when only women singers were famous as musicians. Also one of the only pianists to play entirely by memory. Clara was married to one of the great composers of this romantic era, Robert Schumann, with whom she shared a great love and eight children. Together they would foster the careers of many great musicians and composers, such as Johannes Brahms. On their wedding day, Robert gave Clara a diary, which they shared as an autobiography of their love and lives. In fact, Clara has been portrayed on screen many times. Dreaming, the oldest known Schumann film, premiered in May of 1944. Probably the best known film is Song of Love, 1947, starring Katherine Hepburn as Clarice, Paul Henry as Robert, and Robert Walker as Brahms. On television, Loretta Young portrayed her on the Loretta Young show in season one, The Clara Schumann Story. These are just some of the examples portraying the life of this amazing woman. Clara was the primary wage earner and manager of the household as to give Robert the freedom necessary to compose, always supporting Robert by playing, publicizing, and promoting his compositions, setting aside her own ambitions as a composer, which she loved dearly, a true sacrifice for her husband. She did, however, create a great deal of music for solo piano, a piano concerto, chamber music, choral pieces, and songs. Clara wrote that, a quote, Composing gives me great pleasure. There is nothing that surpasses the joy of creation, if only because through it one wins hours of self-forgetfulness when one lives in a world of sound. Most of Clara's music was never played by anyone else and largely forgotten until growing interest by musicologists in the 1970s. Since 2019, the bicentennial of her birth, books of her life, along with concerts and recordings of her music, have flourished. In fact, from 1989 to 2009, her image was featured on the 100 Deutschmark banknote. In 1853, when she was 34 years old, she composed 16 pieces. For the next 43 years of her life, she only composed transcriptions of her husband and Brahms' music. In point of fact, she was a major factor in getting Robert's music recognized and appreciated by her unswerving dedication to his memory. 
Sadly, Robert Schumann was afflicted with mental illness. The last two years of his life were spent in a sanatorium. Clara was not permitted to visit Robert until just two days before his death. As she grew older, she became more preoccupied with other responsibilities in life and found it hard to compose regularly, writing, in her words, I once believed that I possessed creative talent, but I have given up this idea. A woman must not desire to compose. There has never yet been one able to do it. Should I expect to be one? Her husband also expressed concern about the effect on her composing output. In his words, Clara has composed a series of pieces which show a musical and tender ingenuity such as she has never attained before. But to have children and a husband who is always living in the realm of imagination does not go together with composing. She cannot work at it regularly, and I am often disturbed to think how many profound ideas are lost because she cannot work them out. One could only imagine what music Clara would have created in those 43 years, if not hampered by the role of women in society, raising her family, being their sole support, even caring for her grandchildren when some of her own children passed away. It is not improbable to think that had Clara been given this opportunity, she would have become one of the greatest composers of all time. As we have seen with other women composers, societal expectations and family often crush the ambitions of these extremely talented individuals. Clara's life was punctuated by tragedy. Her husband was permanently institutionalized after a mental collapse. Her eldest living son, Ludwig, suffered from mental illness like his father, and in her words, eventually had to be buried alive in an institution. She became deaf in later life, and she often needed a wheelchair. Not only did her husband predecease her, so did four of her children. Clara Schumann suffered a stroke on March 26, 1896, and died on May 20th at the age of 76. For any musician and composer, what an honor it would be to go back in time, to meet Clara, to be in the presence of true greatness, an amazing woman who possessed incredible musical abilities, along with kindness and selfless love for her husband and her family. I'd like to end this episode with two quotes. First from Jane Swan. How is it that music can without words evoke our laughter, our fears, our highest aspirations? And from Shakespeare. The meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give it away. Thank you so much for listening. Take care. Joe.